Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. Now, it's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider. Welcome to another edition of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Headwear USA, and I'm joined today by three other lovely folks. But this broadcast that you're tuning into is brought to you by our good friends over at TechWeld. Uh, listen, when you're thinking about promotional items, stellar customer service, made in the USA, made, uh, made in the USA products, and business solutions, think TechWeld. TechWeld's an award-winning promotional product supplier, having received the Distributor Choice Award in the Sunglass category and the Sagney Supplier of the Year Award. Check them out at techweld.com to find the customer service you deserve and uh, the products that you need. Uh, think TechWeld um, for your promotional product needs. TechWeld's leading supplier of promotional products with a huge inventory of made-in-the-USA items available to help distributors grow their bottom line today. Visit techweld.com. That's T-E-K-W-E-L-D.com and check out their drinkware, sanitizer, kit options, and more and tell them that the Industry Insider sent you. Uh, why don't we say hi to Stephen McFadden. How are you doing today, sir? Doing well. I almost didn't recognize you with that raspy voice. Well, you know, I, I was told that, uh, you know, bass in the voice is better for a podcast. You know, it's a little bit more mm-hmm. soothing. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think this is what they meant, but yeah. <laughs> Meg Herber, how are you? Uh, I'm doing better. I'm doing better. You know, yeah, that's all. That's, <laughs> that's all I got. The brain fog is so yeah. real and I'm like trying to fake it. till I make it, but so, you know, well, it is what we, it is. we heard, we heard there may be, may have been a few people that, uh, that, that came down with some stuff, uh, either at the Vegas show or the ASI show. So we're still wondering if Steven's okay, since he's now back. I'm great. <laughs> I'm feeling fine. I, uh, you guys would be proud of me. Uh, Mega did not bring an Eddie pop, but I did pop some emergency uh, every morning. So, uh, oh, so that's no a step Nettie up pop. for me though. I did, I did something. So well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. The Eddie pot is uh, a lifesaver. I'm surprised, but it's okay. It's all right. Yeah. You're, you're live. <laughs> well, we, we've got a very exciting podcast for you guys today, uh, at least for me. I'm excited about it. Uh, we're going to talk about the, uh, the Regional Association um, Council. We're going to talk about you know, the rack update, what's happening with that and uh, its relationship with PPAI. And we're going to just talk about the regional outlook in general. Uh, and we've brought on um, the last um, uh, president of RAC uh, or immediate past president, however you would say that uh, at this point. I don't know, Rena, uh, Rena Ashfeld with, with Hub Pen Group. Uh, but look, it is customary for us to give our special guests a good three to four minute, uh, three to four minutes to introduce yourself, uh, maybe how you got started in the promotional products industry and what the hell you've been up to since. Yeah, great. Thank you. Well, happy to be here. And, um, you know, I, I've been in the industry for a little bit, like 26 years now. So it's been a while. I don't know. I know I look young, but I don't feel young. Anyway, um, I started with Mixie HPG. I'm VP of Sales and Marketing over here, and uh, I'm probably going to say mixing it up at Mixie a hundred times, but truly, um, we have mixed things up over here. Uh, formerly Web Company, so I know a lot of people know Web Company. We rebranded this uh, September to Mixie, so we make everything in house, USA made. And uh, just thinking about it, I should have probably sponsored this podcast, but. Um, <laughs> Again, all made you say all good, but um, yeah. So I've, I've been over here for a year and a half. I love it. Uh, Dan brought Dan Webb brought me on and then left me. So 
I'm going to haunt him forever on, on that one. But I don't know. I guess started the industry, you know, so long ago. How do we remember these things? I, I literally stumbled upon the industry. I, if you could believe it, I took a, a data entry position. I, I know, right? Follows me, you know, the wallflower that I am. And um, <laughs> worked my way up to sales. I was like, what are those salespeople doing? They're crazy. I want to join that club. And um, if, I know everybody knows Brand Ford. If you don't, you should probably leave this industry. Um, he came into uh, a Warcraft at the time when I was there and said, what are you doing? I said, managing our customer service department, our, our department. And he said, find yourself a replacement. You're going on the road with me. And I was like, I don't even know what that means. Who are you? I don't even. So I uh, asked my current boss at the time and he said, that is a huge compliment and you should do it. So uh, here I am because of him. So um, I had a lot of great mentors along the way too, you know, Sue Tobias and, um, and Jeff Adams. Uh, so a lot of, a lot of great, a lot of great mentors and then constantly finding new mentors amongst you guys and, and everyone else. So um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. We have two Megs on the show. I know it's a little weird. Double trouble. I know. I was like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Literally just the norm. You know, I have another computer ready to go just in case. Oh, there we go. One of them dropped are. out. Only double vision right. for a second. Sorry about that, now guys. the question is though, which Meg is this? Is this <laughs> the right Meg or? It's the ultimate it? universe Meg. Are you the right Twix or the left Twix? That's what I want to know. <laughs> oh, the That's right, what I obviously. <laughs> Well, Rena, you were actually at the very first show that I ever did as a supplier. It was a, a uh, um, how do you say, I guess a, a rude awakening uh, or a christening, if you will, for the industry as a supplier. I did an EME event down in, uh, in, in Florida, in Tampa. And uh, you were, you've been one of my favorite people in the industry since. Uh, love you dearly. And honestly, there's not too many people that, uh, that come on the podcast where my wife would come over and say hello or, or ask me to say hello for. So uh, it goes to show you how awesome you are. Uh, and if anybody doesn't know you, uh, shame on you, you should. Right. Yes. So anyhow, we are talking uh, regional outlook and rack. So there was just some news that went out. Uh, we actually planned to do this podcast a, a month or so ago, but we wanted, needed to postpone it because uh, there was some news that um, that was going to be breaking. Dale was doing a town hall at Expo. Um, and so why don't, why don't you sort of cover the latest rack information? Right. Give so us the rack- tea. The rack, yeah, here's the T. Uh, be careful now. Um, you know, rack, rack board in itself has been around for quite a while doing great things. Um, this year it was, it's been, let me back up. It's been a difficult last couple of years, right? You're so excited to be rack president and then this, you know, I mean, yay, virtual, virtual, virtual. It's not, you know, the rack that we know it, right? We go to LDW, we love it, we get great education, so many more interactions per the year. And um, these last two years have just been difficult in general. Obviously, we, a lot of our friends, you know, in the industry have been furloughed or moved around. I mean, um, and that's, you know, also the same with, with rack. And, um, you know, there was a lot of people staying on the rack board that didn't have a job anymore, which I think goes to show a lot. And I think our industry is great for that. Um, volunteering is a tough gig, especially when you're holding down a full-time job and it's a thankless job for the most part. You know, you do it because you love it. You love what you're, what you're doing and who you're doing it for. And 
So RAC, if you don't know what RAC is still to this day, I'm like, oh, I'm president of the RAC board. And they're like, what's RAC? And I'm like, <laughs> we didn't do our job. Um, but it's a reason, regional association council. And this year they have changed it to dissolve the RAC board itself and then become a committee. People love change. Guess how that was well-received, right? So, and I think it was not well-received at first because people didn't understand what that meant. You know, what does that mean? Is it going away? Is, you know, evil people taking it away and we're not going to have that anymore? Not at all. It's not going anywhere. You know, the RAC board is now a RAC committee. And what does that mean? Is basically no more red tape. We don't have to vote it through the whole board, ratify it through RAC delegates. You don't have to do any of that. It's, it's you can get to business at hand. What do the regionals need? Because that's truly what RAC was intended for, was a liaison between PPAI and the regionals. You know, we have 27 terrific regionals that stand on their own. I love all of them. I mean, some I know more than other just because of, you know, geographic where, where I'm at. But I've gotten to know pretty much, I think, all of them now over the years and all great EDs and, you know, really terrific people. So this allows the committee to find out exactly from the RAC delegates, the EDs, the quad, if you will, the vice president, the president, what, what do they need? What, what do you want? What do you need? What are you hurting for? And um, so we have a list. We're checking it twice. <laughs> and um, Kara and Brian, so Brian Desroth was next up for VP. He was VP and was going to be RAC president this year. He's, he's now the RAC chair. And then Kara Keister is also um, on the board. And then everybody that was supposed to be on the board stayed. So I thought that was really great just because sometimes when shakeup like this happens, people, you know, peace out and do the trust ball and leave and don't come back. Um, I did that. Maybe I did that. I did that. I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm going to leave you to, to it. And they're going to do a great job. You know, I mean, when RAC, when I was brought into the fold by Harold Wood, which at the time I took it as such a great compliment. And then I was like, what did you do to me? But um, I do thank you for it. But um, yeah, it's, that's it in a nutshell. I know I was rambling on. You probably have questions. No, um, well, we definitely have questions and dialogue, but no, the, the rambling is good. We, it's, we get more information that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I, I would like to know if I can add, like, do, are you aware of sort of what the, what the steps are moving forward or how things are laid out or how much do you know, I guess? Yeah. So I was pretty involved. Well, I would say that Brian and Kara are the most involved with the plans of the steps, if you will, of what 2022 looks like. You know, we got a little bit of a late start just because we were only, they were able to have their strategic meeting at PPAI, but they had really good structure. Um, it's all forward facing for the regionals. I will say that everything on that list will help every single regional. And it is, the list was stopped with the regionals in mind by way of membership. What does that look like? Is it an a la carte? Is it a one size fits all? Those are all things that they're working through and obviously need to work with PPAI. And I think that's the start of it was, was the town hall. And then it was the strategic meeting that they had at PPAI. So I know that they're working hard to get it in place. And I'll tell you the RAC board that we had very passionate. I mean, not when I say very passionate, I mean like in it to win it and want the best for the regionals. So 
I have no doubt that that they will carry that through. Um, there will be probably an announcement of exactly the, I know that there was a lot of stuff on the list and then they brought it down to like three to four bite-sized pieces that they could easily do. Cause you want to do everything, right? Your first year president, you're like, I'm going to rule the world. We're going to do all great things. And then you're like, okay, it's still only now 11 months in the year and I've got to do this, this, and this. And you know, it's, you want to do everything right away and it's you know, cause there is things you have to put in place, but it was nice to have Dale um, come aboard with his technology background too, because he will have such great guidance for what is needed in that respect. Um, I don't want to like diss it, but the communication system that was in place, I was not a fan of. I mainly, cause I can never find my login password, but. Are we talking um, about promo connect? Yeah, yeah, it was tough for me to use. <laughs> you know, for me, it's more of a like, that's where all the documents are stored. So it did, it served its purpose. It wasn't communicating. So I think that was one thing that was really hard. And we had that disconnect. And now with us behind our computers, how do you stay connected unless you're doing a forum like this, right? So um, we didn't have the shows where we were connecting and brainstorming and that's great. I'll bring that back to the rec board. And we didn't, it was really kind of um, fractured and it was hard because I was hearing it kind of from all different angles and I'm a fixer. So I want to fix everything right now, right now. I'm going to yeah. fix it. I'm going to make a couple of calls and we're going to get this fixed. Didn't work that way. You know, I mean, PPAI went down from 80 staff to 40 staff and I know they're building it back up, but everybody was affected by it. So I think a lot of people were wearing a lot of hats and um, expecting what they used to have, mm. which that, that was the hardest part was to fulfill that. Yeah, I bet. So, so wait, Rena, what, what's different? So if it's not a board, it's a committee. Okay. So what, what is everyone going to see differently now? Like what's moving forward? How, what are we going to see from RAC? Well, it's mostly internally, I, I suppose, uh, when it changes from a RAC board to a committee, you don't, like I said, you don't have red tape you're not taking minutes you're not making sure that this and you're not doing whatever it's more of a um figure out what's bleeding and do the triage you know i mean right now where you don't have to do the whole i mean everybody's been on a board where it's like to get anything passed was literally you had to have the board approve it and you had to have ppi approve it and you had to have the rack delegates approve it. i mean it was just a lot of a lot of red tape which was like we just want to do this right away and help. And um, I think, you know, speed to market, if that's a weird term, that's what I would say is the takeaway where, you know, if there's a problem, yo, they're going to fix it. Not to quote vanilla ice, but I went there. <laughs> well, there's a, uh, you said there's a list of things that the regionals need and that's what rack is. That's like their to-do list. So I know there's some things that have been sort of stripped away or taken away. And I don't know if that's being sort of rejigged. Um, but for instance, I know the, the affiliate program where you would pay in a certain amount of money and you'd get that money plus some back. If you did all these different things that PPAI was offering as services to the regionals, 
Uh, do you know what's happening with that? What, what happens with LDW? Because I know yeah. for me as a, as a new board member, when I came on board, like I didn't know what the hell I was doing until October of that year because of Same. LDW. Same. I was like, okay, this is a huge springboard into my commitment to the board because now I have a much better idea of where I'm at. So those things were the most important things, I think, to the regionals in that relationship. So what's happening with those? Um, so the, uh, the first question you had was the, um, the membership, right? You paid, like you said, the affiliation, you, you paid and you used it, you got this back, you got that back. Because of the PPI staff went from 80 to 40, we didn't have some of those hours, like um, top of my head, like art hours and things like that. So we, there wasn't a lot to offer. So the last two years, no regionals have paid dues, right? So RAC is still continuing. Regionals are not paying dues for the last two years. Um, this year, the membership is going to be looked at very similar where it's going to be like, here's the membership and it's, you're a member and you you can, you know, be a member of RAC or here's the membership if you want this dismissed. So they're looking at tiers of membership, if you will. Pay more, get more type thing. That is all in its approved, you know, they're working with PPAI on that because obviously you don't want to write a check you can't cash, right? So that is being worked out. And I know that that's what they were doing at the strategic level this year. So they're rolling it out for this quarter. It will be, obviously, you're not going to, I mean, you're missing probably, you know, obviously January. So it, it'll be at a, you know, they'll figure out the rates based on when, when this will start, but um, it will come back. Uh, LDW, I mean, doing it virtual the last two years, we try to have a lot of fun with it, as much fun as you can have, dressing up like Cher and doing karaoke on a computer. Not a high, high moment in my life, but I got you, babe. And um, <laughs> all of the song references today. Uh, but anyway, it will, you know, it, that's one thing that I know everybody's passionate about bringing it back in person. I think that if we can do shows, there's no reason why we can't do um, LDW in person, it comes down to, we had, you know, we had money left in the bank. So, um, what does that look like? It's, it's not as much money as we probably need to do a whole rack event as grand as it was. I mean, the armadillo races, I think are still important and you should always put money aside for that, but I don't get to say anymore, but, um, I do believe if I had to guess, it's going to be back in person this year. If I had to, Awesome. Some of my favorite industry memories are from LDW and it's not, it wasn't, it was just all of it together. It was, I learned so much about just being a, a fruitful person of society in our industry from those meetings. I wish everybody could be on, go to, I just, it was phenomenal. So if, if it's pulled out, it just, that really sucks. I mean, I, that really sucks. I think, yeah. you know, mainly it was, you know, you don't want to plan this big event and then have the lockdown and then scramble. So it was oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, and then we'll still have, you know, great speakers lined up. I think education still rocked this year. I think that didn't suffer. It was definitely the one-on-one -on -one and the meeting of the people. And I agree with you, Maggie, like my first, um, I always knew I wanted to be part of, I loved being part of UMAP. That was my regional. I would probably rerun for president just because the UMAP is so great. And Sue Selseth is fantastic and I love her and I miss her. Um, but when I went to LDW, I was like, what, what 
is this and who's that? And I want to be president. And um, you kind of, you see it and you, then you want, you know, you want to, you want to emulate that. I mean, I had before I came along, I, I was looking at all the presidents and I'm like, wow, those are some awesome people. I mean, Bill Petrie and then Harold brought me up and I was just like, you know, I mean, and even before that, like we just had icons in our industry and I would like, I want to be that, I mean, not saying I'm an icon in the industry, not yet, but someday. Well, you're here now and that's well, all that's that matters. Right. And Sorry. it's, you know, welcome <laughs> welcome to the industry icons. You're, you're an icon in our book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Stephen, do you have any, any questions regarding uh, RAC or, or what's happening with RAC before we go on to the regional outlook? Uh, I guess it's more regional outlook questions that I have. Um, my, so I'll, I'll hold, or I, maybe I can use it as a bridge. Um, <laughs> maybe bridge. I'll bridge yeah. my question. Yeah. Bridge it in. So um, as long as it's not one of those my... bridges that, that are going up and you're on the wrong end of it. As the, <laughs> oh, you know, we'll, we'll see. Go! <laughs> um, Inside Meg's joke, been sorry. Right. <laughs> so I almost died. So just out of curiosity, um, you know, what do you see as the future, I guess, for the region? What, what do you see as the future for the regional side? Do you see them potentially moving towards a committee model as well? Because I know one of the issues inside the regional side is some of that red tape as well. Um, do you see that their potential of having a similar setup to be a little bit more able to do things, for lack of a better term? <laughs> It's a great question. I mean, the regionals are still their own island, right? I mean, they brought into the RAC affiliation, but we didn't govern the regionals and we can't. I mean, they are their own. They can, they existed without us and they can exist without us after too, right? So um, it was, you always had to be really careful about, you know, well, here's a job description of what we think your RAC delegates should be like. And it's like, yep, yeah, nope, it's going to be RED. And it's like, oh, okay, well, we can't really you who it has to be so all right um so you have you just have to you had to be careful about that fine line. i mean you can always you know give advice and you can always say here's what we did and here's how we learned by it and here's what was great for us here's what we miss here's what we're lacking you know we'll learn that through this i think but truly i can already see like just I'm, when I say red tape lifted, really, truly, I can see them get to work without having to do all the board duties. I mean, I love being part of a board. I was, you know, I was like, yeah, Robert's rules. I want to say, I love it. Now I like a committee is just so much easier because you can be loose and fancy free and get stuff done. So will regionals follow suit? I don't, that's hard to say. I, I doubt it. I would think, um, you know, like it goes back to my everybody loves change. No, they don't uh, comment. So it's hard. I mean, with boards too, you need some kind of structure. You need minutes. You need, you know, you need all that. So I, it's hard to say. That's a good question, Mo. And this may be a good time to explain for those that don't, aren't as familiar with RAC, but can you then explain the relationship between RAC and the regionals and kind of how, how and why RAC exists? Because I don't know that a lot of people know that either. Yeah, so the RAC, it was more like the Regional Association Council, as it stood, um, was a liaison between um, the 27 regionals and PPAI. So it was to bridge a gap in the communication because is 27 regional EDs plus their vice president, plus their president and their RAC delegate going to email 
Dale, Bob, Dana Geiger back in the day, like, you know, all these different people for different answers, or are they going to funnel it through regional association council to funnel it through PPAI? And we had, um, even at regional association council, we had a, we had a RAC delegate to PPAI. So it was one, one way communication going back and forth. So, um, so that it, you know, game of telephone can be, it, translation can get lost when there's a lot of people talking to different people and, you know, Dale might say this and Bob might say that, and, you know, you know, our, whatever. So it, it's just, it was nice to have that RAC delegate liaison. So I think it just structured the communication portal. So a lot of people, like I say, they don't know who RAC is. It's like, I mean, they really didn't deal with it, right? Because it was on a regional board level, the quad to RAC delegates to PPI. So just, I mean, kind of liaison, I guess I'll, in a fancy. Yeah, that's a good, I, I wouldn't have known about it if I wasn't on, you know, the regional boards. I wouldn't have known. Right. It just wasn't in my peripheral at all. Like I had no reason to know, I had no reason to communicate. It's like the chain of command in our industry, you know? So, yep. and I was, the, I was asked, so after I was the RAC delegate of UMAP and I was like, oh, fun, that sounds fun. I don't know what that is. And um, I was, you know, you're used to, after being president, <laughs> the heavy lifting, you're used to like, this sounds really like, I'm going to do a lot of work here. This sounds really important. And then you're like, so what am I doing? And when is somebody <laughs> going to contact me? And I, um, I remember when I did that, I, I Melissa was, was at uh, PPI in, in that role. And I was just like, am I doing it right? Like, I'm not doing anything. And um <laughs> It, the communication was some, somebody said it to me, I think it was Dana Geiger that said, you're as connected as you want to be. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Because if I can put it on the back burner and do my real job, I'll do that. But I needed to get back in there and be like, okay, I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to be annoying. I'm going to be, you know, and that's what, that's what it's all about, right? I mean, you're not, somebody's not going to show up on your Zoom call and be like, okay, you need to do this, this, and this, and this is your to-do list for the day. You need to get involved yourself and then bring it back. So, you know, it was um, frustrating for me to be RAC delegate. And then when I became on the RAC board, I was like, I'm going to change that. And, you know, we did a RAC delegate job description and we did all that great stuff, but it was still, you know, RAC delegates change a lot. And then one person leaves and doesn't some, you know, teach the next person just, you know, just like a new job, basically. It's like a new job, truly. Um, so it's always having a new board and always having the new learning curve. And it was, um, it's still happening. You know, a lot of RAC delegates are like, I don't even know what I'm doing. And it's like, okay, we have failed. <laughs> but I think now with the committee, we'll need RAC delegates more than ever because we don't have those meeting minutes to push out and we don't have all that fun stuff. So that fun stuff. We, will need more boots on the ground, if you will. So they'll be enlisted. They have jobs now for the RAC delegates to, to bring out to their regionals. Yeah, that was one of the, always one of the biggest things that there was, there was RAC and then there was the RAC delegates and then the board and there was PPAI. And it was like, there was a lot of 
different lines of communication where, like you said, if you're playing telephone, it's, you know, stuff's going to get lost or, you know, this person might not even carry the conversation on to the next person at all. Uh, you know, the, the, the rack board might not be really communicating with the delegate to then bring it back to the, to the regional board uh, during those minutes uh, or during those meetings. So there was definitely a lot of that happening. So I'm glad to hear that the rack delegates are actually going to be used, uh, you know, the way that they, they should be. Um, you know, that's, that's really good. So, um, I know for me, like the, the regionals are so important and I, I feel like, um, you know, the last couple of years from the outside looking in, it almost feels like PPAI, PPAI has sort of taken a step back from the regionals. Uh, and I, I know that that's probably not the case, but that's, you know, that's how it looks. Um, you know, I know, like you said, PPA, I cut the staff from 80 some to 40 some, uh, you know, a couple, two years ago or whatever. Um, Dana Geiger, unfortunately, was one of those casualties. And she was uh, probably in for the regional, so or for the regionals, um, that was the best hire that PPA could have made for that position. Uh, so it was a big loss to the regionals, I think, when they did that. Um, and then of course, you know, LDW being, uh, virtual as opposed to in person, I know there's nothing really that you can do about that, but, um, it just seems like during all this, it could have been an opportunity for PPI to really double down on the regionals, uh, because I think people, you know, the regionals are still doing shows and they're relatively successful. Um, you know, people aren't maybe necessarily willing to travel across the country to do a show, but they are, you know, maybe willing to do something in their backyard, um, so what's, what's your take on that? I mean, do you think, cause you probably know more than I do as far as that. Cause like I said, that's the optics. That's what it looks like from the outside looking in. I wouldn't say that they took a step back. I think, um, you know, with a lot of people changing, you know, Paul left and Dale came in and he's brand new. And then you've got Dana's lot gone and, um, and uh, Natalie was great. She, she felt, you know, trying to fill Dana's shoes is tough. I mean, she wears a lot of shoes. I don't know if you saw what she brought to Vegas, but she has a lot of different shoes and she wears them all well. And, um, you know, trying to fill shoes of somebody that is really uh, a champion for our industry because she, she wasn't, she wasn't ED. She knew what people needed and she knew how to bridge that gap just by like, I, I hear you. I know I dealt with that myself. Um, I think, you know, just as we all were too, I mean, it, it, it it, I don't want to speak to PPI because I would never do that, but just going through that change and going, like imagine your company going from 80 to 40, you take a step back of things that are not hot right then and there, right? And I think the regionals really did themselves proud. I mean, they figured it out. They were, all of a sudden you got people doing um, podcasts, you've got people you know, doing all kinds of unique things. And it was interesting to see, and we were learning, you know, rap, we're a group of really smart, great people and all, but we don't know it all. So when we're like, hey, look at what they're doing over there. Look what they're doing over there. We're going to do that and take a spin and da, 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 da. And, and then when we came together for LDW Virtual, we were pulling in ideas from all the regionals. So I think if anything, you know, where RAC is for sure a regional council and whatever that's going to be called as a committee can learn from the regionals as well and, and vice versa. I think what regionals, what the committee will do is pull what the regionals are doing successfully, wrap it in a nice bow and be like, here, this is what worked for camp, UMAP, Sagney, you know, whatever. I mean, it, whoever's doing something 
I think the communication just got lost. And again, you know, I will just watching it happen myself, you know, oh, so-and-so's not here anymore. And now they're not in the industry anymore. And hopefully they find a job in the industry and they come back. But it was, um, I think that was just tough period overall. But I really do, you were so right. The regionals picked it up and they're like, okay, we're on our own. We're going to figure this out. And um, we were helping, RAP was helping from the inside, but it was, I will put it on myself. I'm usually a huge communicator. I mean, if anything, you ask people here at work, I over-communicate. Like, did you know that? Did you know that you get the memo? Here's another memo. I've heard you the memo, you know, whatever. And so um, during COVID and, and the beginning of COVID for sure, and then dur during last year, you just couldn't communicate enough. Like you couldn't keep up. And to get the word out there was tough because you weren't doing the word of mouth, which I think our industry is really known for, the relationships. And the, if I tell Jeff Franklin at the bar something, and then he might tell people, and then it spreads. And in, not in, in a vicious way, but that's how things get you know out there in the ether. And when we're all stuck in our little room looking at a computer, <laughs> Yeah, uh, Rena, that looks a bit like a padded room there. Are you okay? <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> it truly is. And um, <laughs> I think it's a joke. It's not. I was like, oh, is it soundproof or is it for me and my white jacket? <laughs> That's so funny. You know, I would like to end this though with one of our um, one of our favorite. You, you've been to Rack, right, Stephen? Yeah. LDW, you mean? LDW, sorry, LDW. Maybe we could all like um, nope. give her one of our best memories. Did you do the LDW. virtual one, Stephen? Because I think the first nope. year you joined the board, oh, you were. Well, then I guess we can't okay. do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I wish, I mean, I, I hope that it, I'm going to say I know that um, 100% the RAC board and now the RAC committee wants it in person. So I think this year's your year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe I can come back as past president. I mean, it is, you're right, Meg, though. Like, it's an event not to be missed. And there's so many people that are not on board, regional board, and they're like, well, how do I get to come? And they're like, VP of the blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, well, you're not invited. And it's a club <laughs> and you don't know the code. So sorry. Um, but no, truly, it was such, it is such a great event. And it, education wise and just like just the networking alone networking. I mean, and the I fight clubs like it was the best <laughs> networking <laughs> was done at the fight club i'm telling you <laughs> i i feel like you're right and we don't talk about that remember meg we don't <laughs> i feel like it's been brought up on this podcast like three or four dozen times <laughs> at least at least i just know somebody got choked out and it wasn't perfect <laughs> <What? Dang. laughs> All right. Uh, well, do you guys have any other uh, sort of uh, um, wrapping up questions here? No, I don't. I'm just, uh, you know, excited to see what's going to happen now that it's a committee and the red type. And I think, you know, we'll say, I guess, you know, only hopefully good can come from this. It, I, it's all good. I mean, truly, it, you know, it sounds scary and it's everybody was like, oh, and, and I just, I, the sky is falling people to me. I mean, like, I can't anymore. I mean, I know. That's where we're, I think yeah. a lot of us were just like, I just can't. Just okay. No, let's see what Rena, you'd mentioned there's 27 regionals and they're all of different sizes and different makeups. Um, some are going to need more help than others, obviously. Yeah. And uh, you know, for me, I think one of the one of the biggest shockers was that there wasn't some type of because they are 27 individual entities. 
Um, there, there's not really a whole lot of uniformity as far as, um, you know, the policies and procedures and uh, the, the different, you know, things like that. So the way that they're, they're ran, you know, the, I guess the tenure or how they're set up, the number of board members, how they bring in people, uh, do they keep a balanced board, uh, those sort of things. So um, the bylaws and the policies and procedures, I was surprised there's not some type of uniform structure for that. And I think that could really help a lot of, uh, you know, the smaller to mid-sized because there's, there's some turnover. I mean, I think, you know, looking again from my experience, and I can really only speak to that, but coming into the board, I had no clue what I, what my role was, what I was doing or anything like that. I actually relied on the executive director quite a bit because they've been there. They know what they're doing. The board, you know, has a, a good understanding of what's happening, but you sort of rely on that executive director to keep you straight. And, uh, you know, but let's not, let's, you know, um, let's be obvious about, it. I mean, there's, there's some turnover with executive directors as well, you know, from time yeah. to time. And so when that happens, you know, the, if the board doesn't know what's happening and, you know, you bring on a new executive director, yeah, uh, you know, there that. can be, there can be, you know, some, some stuff there that, you know, could really be helped quite a bit by, uh, you know, a, a committee or a, um, you know, something from PPAI with some uniformity there. And I think the regional um, executive directors have, they're such a tight group themselves too. They're like a gang. I mean, I think oh, yeah. they are all gang members really. And I, I, they take care of their own truly. I mean, so I think if there is, you know, that's what's, I do love seeing that. If you have a new ED, that group does welcome. I mean, I know when we attended RAC, my, one of my first ones, I've been a, to a couple, or LGW, I keep saying RAC, um, so many letters. Um, but, um, I remember, you know, a, a smaller regional saying, oh, well, we don't have that. And we don't have that. And I looked at Sue Selseth and I was like, you know, we were just, I was spoiled for so long because Sue, she comes from like a law degree background. Like she's, you know, she's got all her checks and balances and like everything is color organized and she's got it locked up and people were like, well, can we get that from you? And she was very sharing of, yeah, here's our job descriptions. Here's this, here's that, here's how I do my, um, onboarding so when a new board starts she goes through kind of the little this is how it's going to roll class you know I mean truly and it helps because I think people come on and they're you don't know and sometimes people are coming on oh you're president I mean we do at, at UMAP it's a chain where you go up so you kind of learn by the time you're president you're like <laughs> you got it all you from everything from every every single um tier but you know I think that that the regional group themselves are very strong and very supportive. So I think that if there is somebody that's new and they're floundering, my first thing would say, you know, obviously get hold of the RAC committee, but to be in touch with those other regional directors, because that is, they're very, they're in the know. Mm. Yeah. And, and that's their job, you know, I mean, they get, you know, they ask the good questions, the hard questions and, um, they're there for their regionals. That's their job, their paid yeah. job, actually. <laughs> so, well, closing thoughts then. Um, you know, since it is that time of the year, uh, whether you were able to get to ASI Orlando or PPAI Expo in Vegas uh, or not, 
the regional shows are coming up. You know, most of the regionals have winter expos in January, February, or March. Uh, so look into your local, uh, your, your regional association, see when those shows are coming up. If you're not a member, I suggest you join. There's a lot of member benefits to joining your regional association outside of just the local trade shows. Uh, but that's really where you can develop a lot of uh, business relationships with your local uh, supplier reps and uh, get a lot of benefit out of that. So look those shows up and make sure you're there, uh, you know, come support the regionals. And um, yeah, I think you'll, you'll definitely find a lot of benefit out of that. You guys have anything else to say? Nope. No. <laughs> I uh, was really, Stephen had like this look that he was going to ask some hard hitting questions and I was waiting right? for it. <laughs> I got you. I, mm, I, ha I have game. some, I have, yeah, it's just not related to rack. So we'll be, <laughs> I can answer any question and I'm a salesperson. I can make it's it okay. up. All yeah. good. <laughs> okay. Steven's being reserved today. All right. Well, look, if you guys did find any information valuable in the podcast, really appreciate you tuning in, but uh, it was brought to you by our friends over at TechWeld. And uh, look, uh, I'm a living example of why you should be using hand sanitizer. Uh, if you like the voice, sorry, it won't be around for very long, but uh, hand sanitizer could have helped me. <laughs> uh, due to the coronavirus or the flu or cold, whatever, it doesn't matter. Hand sanitizer is a good thing. Uh, you're touching dirty doorknobs at daycare centers and all sorts of things. Uh, so look, uh, CDC recommends sanitizing and washing your hands to help prevent the spread of uh, COVID. And uh, they've uh, TechWeld's got many sanitizer SKUs that help prevent the spread of the disease uh, and combat the spread. So definitely check them out. They've got a lot of FDA compliant products as well. And uh, to know that an uh, FDA uh, a product is FDA compliant is uh, key in really helping uh, a, a client uh, have confidence in placing an order uh, in a time of uncertainty. So definitely go check them out at TechWeld.com. That's T-E-K-W-E-L-D.com. And remember to think TechWeld for your promotional product needs. TechWeld is the leading supplier in promotional products with a huge inventory and made in the USA items available to help distributors grow their bottom line today. Visit techweld.com and check them out uh, for their drinkware, sanitizer, kit options, and more. And tell them the Industry Insider sent you. Uh, Rena, super great to have you on. Nice to see your face uh, again. Unfortunately, Hi. it's not in person, but soon enough. Soon enough. Soon, soon, my friends. Definitely. And is there like a number that you have to hit? How many times do you say Techweld in front of my presence? <laughs> uh, no, Tech but you know, I, I will... I, I can I can point you in the direction of our friends over at Promo Corner if you'd like to be a sponsor of the show, Rena. I probably should be. I'm gonna be. I want to yeah. do it when Twelve's interviewing. <laughs> <laughs> Fair Just enough. All, all right, right guys. All, you know they're my friends over there. We're all friendly competition, so I like to give them our thanks. So. Yeah, <laughs> Fair best. enough. <laughs> well, it was wonderful to have you on the show. Thank you so much for the incredible insight that you provided on the regional outlook and uh, definitely look forward to seeing you again in person soon. Yes. Uh, and for all of you listening, we look forward to uh, seeing you next week on the podcast. Take care, guys. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.